Is that a machete in your pocket, sir, or are you just happy to see me? I'm just saying, why wouldn't you check the back seat? I'm just not here for it. I kind of enjoyed the axe to the face. Ooh, hey there, Mr. Monster. So, chill or kill? Hello, all, and Hello. welcome back to another riveting episode of Netflix and Kill. Yes, Netflix and Kill, the show where we sit our fat asses on the couch, watch a movie on Netflix, and let you know if it's worth watching or not. No. Let you know how we feel about it. Yeah. Let you know what feelings it gives us, um, what we get from it, what mm-hmm. we think you might get from it. Yeah. And what I have today is indigestion. <laughs> and the hiccups. And, and the sh- fucking hiccups, you guys. She's got a lot going on today. I do. I have a lot of feelings. Most of them have to do with my digestive tract. Excellent. <laughs> so I'm Katie. This is Kenny. I feel like we never introduce ourselves oh, in wow. other podcasts, Oh, wow. That's too. weird. Yeah. I feel like we never do that. You know what I mean? Like other podcasts are like, hey, you're listening to whatever, and this is me, and this is this. And like they just give you more information, and what we give you is literally nothing. Like we give you the name, uh, but we don't tell you who the fuck we are. So I'm Katie. That's Kenny. <laughs> well, shit. Don't say it like that. Damn, girl. <laughs> I'm Katie. That's Kenny. Um, <laughs> That's him. <laughs> that's that's that. That's him. Him. No, uh, yeah. So that's what we do. We watch uh, Netflix uh, horror movies, and uh, you know, there's great ones. Netflix has a great selection of truly uh, amazing horror. They do. Um, we're just not so great at seeking them out. I don't <laughs> think. <laughs> No, the last one was not. Um, we're not even going to go there. We're not going to talk about it. We're, not gonna we're talk just going to move that. forward. So, what are we? Uh, so, what are we talking about this week? So, this week was my pick. It was Kenny's pick. Kenny's pick. Yes. So, I saw the trailer to this movie um, uh, on Facebook. I believe. I think I yeah. shared it to our Facebook group. Uh, yeah. The trailer really got me. Yeah. Uh, it's called Cam. So, Cam is a 2018 American psychological horror film directed by Daniel Goldhaber, Goldhaber, Dan, that's what we're going to call him. Hey, girl. <laughs> and written by Issa Maze. Uh, and interestingly enough, the story is partially drawn from Maze's own experience working as a cam girl. Really? Okay. Yes. So that's why it was so good. That's um, why the writing was like very, I'm, I'm into it. <laughs> was it relatable, Katie? Um, I related to many aspects of this film. We'll get into that. <laughs> um, but it was their first, um, it was their first feature film, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Wow. It was their first one? It was their first wow. feature film. Wow. Yeah. It premiered at the Fantasia International Film Festival uh, on July 18th and was released uh, in November of last year by Netflix. So it's been on Netflix cool. for a few months now. Okay. Um, and so it's a Netflix original then? Yes. Cool. Uh, 
no. Or they bought it. They bought but it. They, but Netflix is it's the only platform it was on. released on. Yeah. Like, it wasn't released in theaters. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So, it essentially uh, centers around this girl who whose name is Alice. She is a cam girl. She owns, she, like, runs her own little uh, cam business. Yeah. Under the name Lola. Under the name of Lola. And, you know, she does her shows. She broadcasts her little... Um, she does uh, kind of crazy shows where she does these, like, fake suicides almost. Creative AF. Like, very creative. I don't think she was doing that. Like, in the beginning, I think you see her do her first... No, maybe she was, just in different ways. It just... Cause like, it you seemed, see her slit her throat as the first scene, and you're like, oh, my God. Yeah, it seems, seems like, like she's built, like, a reputation of being, like, maybe. different. Yeah. Um, which, if you've listened to our Dark Web episode, can go very wrong that's a slippery slope girl that is a very slippery slope uh and it kind of makes you a little weird it's like why are these people getting off to her pretending to yeah but who knows i'm not um i'm not a part of the cam world uh so i can't tell you well i think it's a commentary it's probably isa mazay's uh commentary on the like consumerism of that type of um environment right like that these guys are getting off on you taking your clothes off whatever but like you're just a you're just like a piece of meat you're just something for them to watch so like if you shoot yourself in the head or slit your throat like that's just another sensationalist thing to get off on you know um i think that was a i think that was one of them their metaphors (laughs) yes (laughs) so um and as the story progresses um it, things take a turn, and she finds herself locked out of her account. But the twist is that there is someone who looks exactly like her, talks exactly like her, who has taken over her uh, as herself. He's broadcasting who's on the broadcasting account. live as her. Yeah. Um. And she's she finds herself locked out of her account. She can't get any sort of help from anybody. Um. And it just sort of spirals downward from there. Well. I'm not going to say downward, but things go, you know, sour from there for mm-hmm. her. Uh, and that's sort of the whole plot is about her trying to figure out what this is, who this is, who right. may be doing it, and uh, how to uh, essentially get her account back. Get control or get back. Her, yeah, get right, control get back. control back. Um, yeah, so I thought it was very good. I thought it was very – I think it's very easy with a topic like this to – um, trivialize it. Mm-hmm. And I did not feel in this that the cam girls were trivialized, which I respected and appreciated because, you know, everybody out here getting their money and y'all know the haunted heart don't discriminate. Like, girl, if you, if you <laughs> want to cam girl it out, like, do you think? You no, know what I'm I will saying? say, uh, Katie concerned me a little bit because as we were talking about <laughs> random things around, you know, I was like making like commentary like, oh, what is this? Oh, and Katie's yeah. like, oh, well, that's this. And I'm like, oh, but how does this work? And she's like, oh, well, it works like this. And I'm like, and I just at one point throughout the film, I just sort of pause and I look at her like, uh, who are you? Um, are I mean, you, like, is there something you would like to tell us, Katie? I was going to say, I know my way around a sex shop. And yeah. that's it. Uh, so <laughs> the one thing that I really appreciate about appreciated about this movie is um uh, I really enjoyed the characters in it. I actually yeah. really enjoyed her. I yeah. kind of went into it thinking that she would be the type of character that I wouldn't enjoy. Right, like a dumb bimbo, right? Right, that you she would be. It is so easy to do that because people she's a like cam that. Girl, so right, cam that's girls what you get expect. stereotyped into 
being all kinds of like bullshit and people who do porn are stereotyped into being like bimbos and stupid people and whatever, like just hot people who are dumb. But that's not the case. Like there are people who do porn and read fucking like Aristotle. Like you can be whatever you want to be. Yeah. So I, I really appreciated that this movie kind of didn't go down that path. Yes. So she, her character was very likable. She was very different in what she was, you know, bringing to the table. She mm-hmm. just seemed very like, um, she just seemed really cool. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody that you, you would know, right? Yeah. A little obsessive, though, I will say. Yeah. Even in the beginning, she's a little obsessive. She's craving recognition and um, acknowledgement, I think, from the community. Because her whole thing is she's obsessed with the leaderboard. The particular site that she's on ranks the cam girls mm-hmm. according to their popularity or whatever. And she wanted to get – her whole thing is that she wanted to get in the top ten. Like, she wanted to be number one. Yes. But – like, she couldn't figure out, like, she was doing all of these things, like, these fake suicides and stuff to boost her numbers so that she would get to top, to number one. Um, so, like, definitely, I think top ten was her her mark that she was trying to hit. But, yeah. um, so it just got I, crazier and crazier trying to hit that goal. And then all of a sudden, she's locked out of her account. But someone who looks exactly like her is still um, broadcasting and is getting higher and higher marks is moving up in the leaderboard and it's yes. not her. And that's sort of also a commentary on the cam world itself, according to the writer, Issa, who has experience in this, because that's what drew the inspiration for that was some of her own videos being pirated and then um, marketed as, you know, someone else. Right. Um, even though they were hers. Um, and what um, she said about it was that she originally uh, actually wanted to create a documentary series or a documentary about cam girls. Um, but just felt that uh, it just she decided that, that wasn't the right medium to tell the story that she wanted to tell. Right. Um, so she felt she could do it um, in a better way through through horror. Well, there also is horror. a documentary on Cam Girls because we watched it on Netflix. You remember? Was that what Cam? Was that? was that? It was. Uh, we can look it up and give you guys the details of it. It was the. It was definitely a documentary series, and I don't know if it was the whole series about Cam Girls. Or if it was, no, it was like a, it wasn't real sex, but I'm old, so real sex is the thing that pops to mind. Oh, yeah. It was, um, (laughs) it was about sex, and it's on Netflix, it probably still is, but it was like different, like, I think each episode was a different, like, documentary style look into something or another, and one of them was Cam Girls, so you and I watched it together, like, a year or two ago. Yeah. We'll look it up and give you guys the details, but, um, Yeah. That, that also already existed. So <laughs> Yeah, so no, I think that it was a great thing. Um, an interesting point in the movie, uh, when she calls the cops, um, mm-hmm. after she sort of have like has like had enough and she's looking and calling out and reaching out for help, which I also think is another commentary on um, yeah, those how cops type of situations. Treat, yeah, people who were quote-unquote asking for it. Yeah, so she calls cops in to like help her like figure out like, hey, this person is broadcasting live on my website, on my feed. This is live. I am not this person. As you can see, I'm here now. Please help me. Something is going on. Um, And in a particular moment uh, of the film, when she's talking with the cops, one of the cops asks her, uh, what's the weirdest thing you've ever had to do? Like, sort of, like, opening the gates. That's like an opening question to, like, test the waters to Mm -hmm. see, like, 
if he can get some, essentially. Well, then he went on to ask, like, if she ever met up with any of those guys. Yeah, but And that... then he was like, oh, it's a shame, or whatever. Yeah, like, he... he was trying to get a little bit of Well, because he asked if something. she ever slept with any of them. She was like, no. And he said, that's a shame. But that question, right. what's the weirdest thing you've ever had to do, was actually asked of her. By, by Isa. No. Oh. By Isa. Um, from several Hollywood executives in meetings um, once mm. they learned that she had previously worked as a cam girl. Interesting. By several of them, um, which is so she incorporated that. Hmm. That's when that's one of the things that I could really. That's why when you were, you were looking at this film, like I, you can, it just makes sense and it just works so well, is because it's from personal experience. Well, it's authentic. And it's very. It's authentic, authentic. and mm-hmm. I think that's what it's very easy. It would have been very easy to make this movie, and I know that it had gotten good reviews. So you were kind of going in with um, with high expectations. I was trying to temper my expectations because it is very easy to make, it would have been very easy to make this movie and not have it feel authentic and not have it feel real and, you know, like somebody's actual experience. It could have felt very hokey and lame, um, but I appreciated that it was so authentic and it really, you know, her experience came through in the script. Um, as you're watching it. So I think that was a huge, huge benefit, um, obviously having her on the team. And it's her fucking project, so. Exactly. She would have to be on the team. <laughs> exactly. Um, so the movie sort of culminates in this showdown between. Yeah, so we're getting into the spoilers. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Now, guys. Eventually one day we'll have something. Yeah, we put should there. put like an audio. Like I know. I just haven't sign. done it yet. I just haven't God done it yet. damn, our editor's lazy. <laughs> Kenny's like triggered. <laughs> Editor looks at the long list of downloads and things that he has to edit. And then, yeah, sure. Sure, the editor's lazy. Do you want to do this? Do you want to pay someone to do it? Yeah. Okay. yeah. We, we can't really... pay anyone to do it unless someone wants to go and bump up some coins on the Patreon. So, oh, my God. Listen, here. I'm here to tell you right now. Go to that Patreon. Slash <laughs> Patreon.com slash The Haunted Heart uh, podcast. The Haunted Heart podcast. Just The Haunted Heart. Just The Haunted Heart. heart. It's anyway. just The Haunted Heart. <laughs> you know what? You'll find it. Anyway, if you feel like my editing is shitty, then you can donate to our Patreon. <gasps> or donate just in case. Or donate <laughs> like, or just donate in case. Or donate because you support him. If you donate, then We're really I, might, bad I could being, probably get a better editor. We're anyway. really bad at being the vocal version of Cam Girls, I feel like. Anyway, <laughs> so bringing it back to center. <laughs> bringing it back to the Cam. Uh, so it culminates in this showdown between Lola as her human self and Lola as this virtual sort of parasite, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. that has sort of stolen her identity. Mm-hmm. Um, she finds a way through another user who has um, been um, FaceTiming or camming, I guess, with mm-hmm. the virtual Lola. So, so she sneaks in through that back door and sort of challenges her to a showdown to who is the better cam girl. Right. Which, when you say it, sounds very... The word I want to use is cheap. cheap. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the way it was done was really, um, really good. It, it was really, good. you know, the film really raised our. Um, it it did a really good job of building to that climax. I think, and you know, when we're watching the two of them face off, um, it was very inventive, and it was very. You, you felt like you had a lot of um, stake in it. Like there was a lot 
Um, the stakes were high, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, so that was a really cool moment. The Really the only part of the film that I think suffered for me, um, the only critique that I could give it is that I don't think enough time was spent on explaining what this thing is that has taken her identity and taken over her channel. Um, we get a very little bit of exposition. Um, the user that she had, that used to watch her channel that was talking to the virtual Lola now, um, he was supposedly some kind of IT guy. He was super creepy. Um, but he was some kind of IT guy and he slightly explained that he doesn't know what it is, that it's some sort of thing that like tracks the most popular girls and mm -hmm. then it goes after those girls and like because she was rising in popularity, like it went after her. Um, and the number one girl whose name is Baby, her cam name is Baby, and she had been trying to beat her mm -hmm. um, the whole film, she actually starts like looking her up and looking into her history and we find out that she is dead. Yeah. That she died years ago. Yeah. But she's been camming and Lola's like she's number one on the charts yeah. and Lola's she's been, been competing with her and, and has been live broadcasting for years and and Lola's been you know her competition. Yeah. But she's been dead since 2014. So that was interesting and it and I don't think that that moment got the, um, the emphasis, the underscoring, right, that it deserved because, you know, I'm only, like, it was only after the film ended that I thought back to Baby and I was like, oh, shit, that girl was dead, meaning that girl was also a virtual parasite and not real because her actual, like, the actual cam girl who was her is dead. Yeah. So it couldn't possibly be her, but that's this virtual parasite thing. So is it, like, some sort of paranormal thing that like takes over these girls lives and mm -hmm. like goes off on its own is it you know the site taking their is it some kind of like weird algorithm that they've built in mm -hmm. to like assume the identities of the girls i thought that that would have been something really cool to dive into and even if you don't have to explain it i felt like it would have been cool to have that moment of like oh fuck yeah. that girl's dead but she's been competing with her this whole time but actually it's the same like bug yeah right and we didn't get that in the I, movie it's only after yes so um that's a question that um it sort of leaves a little um it, that it leaves open um so in one of the articles that i read actually um they sat down with both the director and the writer and they were asked, uh, what is this? Like, what is going on? And right. they were quoted as saying, it's an algorithm. Okay. So it is an algorithm based on Lola 1. Uh, but they decided uh, in the end that they didn't that they didn't want to spell it out for the audience. They said, quote, we had versions of the script early on where she goes to find Lola and there'd be servers and all of this stuff and that. Um, but ultimately they explained that it just felt distracting from the core of the story because essentially it is a story about fractured identity. Right. I can see that. I think it's fine. And it's fine. also from her point of view um, and that she is so – and that from her point of view, she doesn't care what the thing is. She just wants her account back. Right. Like she doesn't care what it is. She just wants to um, – get back to where she was and that's why at the end of the film after she has defeated this algorithm uh and deleted her old account to get rid of it and she starts a new one again mm -hmm. um that's why she starts back again because essentially that is her ultimate goal is to be the best 
Right. I just, I think I'm fine with leaving it open-ended. I don't think that we needed a visit to a room with a bunch of servers and yada yada. But I do think that, like, that that we missed a, um, not missed completely, but I do think we could have gotten more of that, like, turning of your stomach feeling Gotten a little more with juice the reveal out of, it. of of baby being dead it had that had its own moment because mm-hmm. that happens in the middle of a bunch of other like frantic things happening all at once and so we don't really get that like boom feeling yeah i remember um, thinking at one point throughout the film that i was like i was thinking it was going to go in the direction of she has she is the one who killed her baby yes yeah. And she this whole film is like some sort of psychological break to where she's right. remembering and what's going on. And she doesn't realize, on. yeah. And these were her actual old videos that right. she made probably after she killed yeah. Baby. Yes. But that's kind of the vibe that I was getting, but um, it, you know, took me in a different direction, which right. I always appreciate. I like when I can go into a film and be like, ah, oh, this is probably what's going to happen. And then, you know, they right. do something different. Yeah. I mean, I was totally... Um, I, I, Again, I'm fine with leaving it open. I just think we could have we could have um structured it a bit more so that we got those moments of like oh. because the concept of, you know, the fact that this number one person who she's been striving this whole movie to beat on the cam mm-hmm. site is not real. Like yeah. that's not a real person. Yeah. Like she's not real at all. Yeah. And so that creepy feeling of like oh, wow, like, well, how many other cam girls aren't real? And, you know, the fact that this girl's dead and this is coming to her from the grave, you know, how, um, or coming from the grave, how many other cam girls are actually dead? And, like, all the, like, weird, I just think there was a lot. Like, who's real and who's not? Right, who's real, who's not? You know, she's not even alive. How did she die? Did this, was this algorithm responsible mm -hmm. for doing away with her? Is it actively malevolent like what you know yeah and i think there was all those questions that we could have like at least brought up and then it's fine to leave them open-ended but mm-hmm. we didn't even bring them up really yeah. we just kind of glossed over that i think what you're saying like and i, I do agree beat. a little bit was that it sort of um it would have given the the algorithm a little more um malevolence I right feel it would have like. made it more scary and would have been like oh shit this is something that will actually fuck you up and right. not just something that's just gonna you know take over your account because you know if they had went into for me personally if they had went into you know oh you know you strive to reach number one and you go through all these things um and do all this you know weird shit that people ask you to do all to be at a number one top spot on a leaderboard site like mm-hmm. or cam site um and to have that taken away from you, I just don't, I think it's, um, I guess what I'm trying to say is, is that I think that it is missing um, the danger in it a little bit, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Or it's not as, you know, because if you found out. It's that, not as like, scary. Yeah. If you found out that she, this cam girl who was top of the top of the line. Right. Didn't, um, if she committed suicide after the fact because all of her identity if her identity had been stolen or if um any of that if just a little bit of that would have given it a little something extra that i think that it it was missing so i do agree with you on that so yeah i think we could have i think we could have had more of a of a horror moment there 
Um, but on the whole, I thought it was very good. Overall, very good. I enjoyed good. it. Especially for someone's first feature film. Like, Incre- yeah, amazing. absolutely. Um, set design was Didn't feel like a favorite, like a first film. Y'all know I love me some lighting. The lighting and the colors. Bitch, her camera room. Were... I, would, I would have that camera room. Absolutely. Yeah, you can sort of see the descent. Like, it goes from, like, pink and bubbly, and then it just gets into, like, these really cold shades of, like, mm-hmm. blue and gray, and then... There's like hints of orange when she feels like she's in danger. I love mm-hmm. shit like that. So not just hints. It was very it, well. Yeah. <laughs> it was not subtle, but yeah. that's what I liked about it. It was very. Um, it puts you in mind of something like um, Suspiria. Yeah, exactly. Which I uh, love. Yeah, love shit like that. I've already. I've always said that. Um, honey, throw a paint can on a fucking film. Different colors of paint, mm-hmm. and I'm just. I will eat it up. Mm-hmm. Saturation. Color, color theory. What we want is color a saturation. Yes. So it is that time, folks. Um, I. What's it going to be for you, Katie? Are we going to chill? Are we going to kill? I'm, or are we going to cam? Ooh, girl. <laughs> well, that's another question. <laughs> that's a different Patreon tier. Um. I'm going to chill with it. I thought it was really good. I thought it was very fun. I thought it was very inventive. Um, it did not fall into the pitfall that I thought it would of trivializing the experience of cam girls. Instead, I thought it was very authentic. It did miss that beat for me of um, taking it to the next level as far as horror was concerned. But it wasn't like a huge critique. Um, that's really the only critique I have for the film. Yeah. And it, it was fun. It was fun. I would absolutely watch it again. How about you? Uh, Of course, I'm going to chill with it um, and definitely recommend it. Um, It currently holds a 94% um, on the tomato meter. Okay. And we know that they're very reputable because the last film that we reviewed had 100% (laughs) on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, So, yes, it has an average rating of 7.1 out of 10, which I think is... Yes. um, I think that that's, that's fair. 7.1. 7.1. Maybe I would give it an 8. I would eight. probably give it an 8. Yeah. I would I would probably give it an 8. And I thought I, it was very good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Smart. Suspenseful. Um, and it's by Bloomhouse. And we love them. Yeah. So um, I think that, yeah, I think that it's great. I think you guys should go watch it. Yeah, and then let us know great. your thoughts on it. Send us an email over at thehauntedheartpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. Uh or yeah any of that stuff <laughs> yes so like kenny said you can send us uh emails uh both for suggestions of films that we should review the rules are they have to be on netflix uh at the time that you send your email and if they're still on netflix at the time that we read your email maybe we'll do them for an episode yep um if you have uh i'm gonna need an edit there because i just totally had a fucking moment <laughs> If you want to follow us on all of the socials, we're on Twitter at The Haunted Heart. We're on Instagram at The Haunted Heart Podcast. And on Facebook, you can search The Haunted Heart Podcast and join our closed Facebook group where we talk about horror films all day or day. Yep. And also all kinds of other shit. Some stuff of is not even horror related. Yep. And it's uh, the bomb. So definitely get on over there because there are a lot of people in that group who are a lot cooler than we are. Yes, totally. So until next time, guys, y'all know what to do. Sit your asses down on that couch. Watch some of that Netflix. Yep. And And stay spooky. spooky.